Hello and welcome to the movie podcast spoiler-free review of Marvel Studios Eternals. My name is Daniel and joining me today are my fellow Celestials, Anthony. Hello. And Shabazz. Hello. Oh, it was, I, I was expecting because I introduced you as a Celestial, I was expecting like a... <laughs> like, hello. We're like, the friendly ones. We're just like, hello. Hey, guys. How you hey. doing? How are you guys doing, though? Good, man. Good. Doing great today. It's a little chilly outside. We're a little chilly. Into that fall weather. Um, that's about it. That's what I'm doing. It's also because that movie we just watched was hot. So everything else is a wait, what? little cold next to it. Oh, okay. Uh, Anthony, how are you doing, though? Wait, wait, wait. When you were asking Anthony, though, just let the audience remember that this is the only way to find out how his week oh, is going. Oh, damn it. I forgot. Yeah. This is the only way. Because he won't tell us on next Monday's episode. But Anthony, yeah, tell us. I'm doing well. Good. In case you were wondering how Anthony was, as always, he is doing well. But of course, as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for review episodes just like this one and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Join our Discord and write into the show at hello at the movie podcast. Ca. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. A quick announcement, really my only announcement, is to just listen to the movie podcast feed. That's it. You know, make sure you're listening to our brand new episodes. We have some new episodes out right now. Uh, depending on when the embargo drops for this movie, maybe we'll have more episodes out. So make sure you check out the movie podcast feed. And of course, make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter. But today is all about Marvel Studios. Let me correct myself. Chloe Zhao's Eternals. Uh, this film stars Angelina Jolie, Don Lee, Richard Madden, Gemma Chan, Lauren Ridolph, Kumel Nanjiani, Salma Hayek, Brian Tyree Henry, Kit Harington, Leah McHugh, and of course is directed by Oscar award-winning Chloe Zhao. Sorry, I corrected myself one more time. Uh, it still feels surreal that we've watched this movie, uh, but we just want to say thank you to our friends at Disney for inviting us to watch this film. Uh, and if you're listening to this, uh, we also have coverage out from our, the press conference uh, for Eternals. So if you want to learn more about the press conference and some more behind-the-scenes stuff, make sure you check out that episode of the Movie Podcast. This film is out in theaters November 5th, 2021, finally after over a year of waiting for it, and it's finally here. I still don't believe we've watched it, but Shay is going to tell you more about it. Marvel Studios Eternals welcomes an exciting new team of superheroes to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The epic story, spanning thousands of years, features a group of immortal heroes forced out of the shadows to reunite against mankind's oldest enemy, the Deviants. The outstanding ensemble cast includes Richard Madden as the all-powerful Icarus, Gemma Chan as the humankind-loving Cersei, Kumail Nanjiani as the cosmic-powered Kingo, Lauren Ridloff as the super-fast Makari, Brian Tyree Henry as the intelligent inventor Fastos, Salma Hayek as the wise and spiritual leader Ajak, Liam McHugh as the eternal, young, old soul sprite, Don Lee as a powerful Gilgamesh, Barry Keoghan as a loof loner druid, and Angelina Jolie as the fierce warrior Thena. Also stars Kit Harington, who plays Dane Whitman. I love how Kit Harrington is his own. He's he's just his own. He's not eternal. He's not he's not an eternal. No, he's definitely not an eternal. But there is some family lineage that we'll hopefully talk about very soon. Um, Anthony, start us off with your first reaction to Eternals. I liked it. All right, I thank really you so much. really liked it. It was a, a great film, and it was 
a film that is completely different from all other Marvel films you'll ever watch. This was the 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 film that I was hoping the next phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe would kind of be um, heading towards, just because of the the story that Chloe told and even the the editing and the action and everything that we got from this movie was so not a Marvel movie. That was the biggest thing, biggest takeaway for me. And that's what makes this movie great. It's not that template of the Marvel cinematic that we're so used to. This was a dramatic Marvel film that had emotions and it dealt with, with family and it dealt with a lot of things that are very, you know, grounded in everyone's lives right now. So it's, it was a fantastic movie and I'm super shocked actually that this was the movie we got. It very, like, I, I think just to start us off, like, from, from after what you've just said, it really is unlike anything we've seen in the Marvel Cinematic nope. Universe yet. From the beginning to, like, the beginning sequence is so quiet, and it doesn't even start with the fanfare of the Marvel, you know, the, the Avengers. It's text on thing, screen, which we haven't seen literally before. literally text on screen, and it's just, boom, you're in it. And it was so different that from all the other Marvel movies that you've, you've seen, it just stood out there and I'm like, this is why, this is where I want the Marvel universe to kind of be. I want them to be their individual films, but still in this big universe. I don't want to see the same type of, we'll say. Template or. Te- not template, but yeah, I guess it's a template, but the same night, neatly packaged Disney film. This was, this, this had twists and turns. It had dramatic moments visuals it was that very were mature. very like something that you would have seen out of a, a independent film you know a lot of the cuts reminded me of like a terrence malick film um and it gave me feels of of a chloe zhao nomad land film nomad nomad land nomad yeah nomad land yeah but yeah there's there's a lot of difference in this movie that you've never seen before this is not your typical comic book Disney Marvel feature. production. Yeah, it is yeah. not. It's so um, different. I definitely got vibes while watching this movie of Blade Runner, of Interstellar, of like this just big, like I always, like something when we were watching Nomadland, I remember saying, you know, Chloe Zhao loves showing off like a big sky. Mm-hmm. And the cinematography in this movie is gorgeous. This film, like even just story wise, yes, it's different, but even just visually, this feels like a different visual language within the within the MCU. And I was really enthralled mm-hmm. the entire time. You know, it is a longer film, but I think this movie, what it does with that length is that it establishes every single character. You have a big team of characters here. We I think Shay's still reading off the cast list for this movie. It's true I am. Um you're you're you have all of these different characters who are spanning literally thousands of years. And this movie's taking the time to establish who they are, what they're all about the stakes of their story and like just what they want in life now. And I think that's so great. And I think Gemma Chan, who we've seen the MCU before in Captain Marvel leads this film and she is just wonderful throughout. She is just mesmerizing to, uh, performance throughout. And I like her and Richard Madden and, and everyone in this film, this is a stacked cast. This is probably the, one of the best casts we've ever seen assembled in a Marvel Studios project outside of an Avengers movie. 
Um, and everybody has their moment to shine multiple times and they deliver. Uh, Shay, where are you with this film? Yeah, uh, similar to you guys, you know, this is a this is a movie that Marvel fans or a lot of, I guess, critics of the Marvel Cinematic Universe have been asking for. Um, where it's a totally different kind of movie. It feels more mature. This is the first Marvel movie that I think that we've seen with an actual sex scene in it. Like, there is yeah. an actual uh, yeah, other of sex. Other than the first Iron Man movie, whether it's more just kind of them rolling around. But yeah. there, this is an intimate moment. Yeah, and that was sure. played for more comedy, right? Yes. So, whereas this one, that's when I was like, oh, wow, this is they're taking this to that point where they're embracing the age of the fans are kind of growing with it. Which is why I think this is one of those movies that if you're you know a big fan of the MCU, you either may be on board or just off board. And it's going to be kind of like how when Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban came out, and that was a mature film, great darker tone. It took the film, it took the films into a different area altogether, and then they pivoted back to what I guess they wanted. Um, that's kind of what this movie's going to be like. It's going to be that pivot that's going to be like this is where Marvel can go. Are you guys on board with this? It's very mature. It's very grounded. And it has some amazing visuals and some amazing cast members that are just stealing every scene. My only issues that I really have with this movie were at, at some points it can feel a bit slow. Um, but I think that's just the nature of the pace of the film. And it, it works for this movie. Um, but overall, everyone was so much fun to watch. There wasn't anyone annoying in it. There wasn't anything that felt kind of misplaced. Um, I think in terms of a villain... It's it's hard to say the deviant villain that we kind of got to see was memorable at all or someone that really made an impact. Right. Because introduced pretty much late into the movie and also only having maybe a couple of minutes here on screen, whereas there are other villains to kind of keep track of in this movie as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's other threats, let's say. Yes, the deviants are what bring the team together. Uh, but like with any family, there's going to be uh, things that happen, right? And I think this movie does a really good job of uh, not having a traditional villain, and you know, this is a second film in a row now where Shang Chi. Yes, uh, there is a vi- like he's a villain, but he's also somebody who just feels like he's trying to save his wife. Or this one, it's it's kind of this is what I think what Marvel's starting to do really well. It's like let's have a villain, but let's make their what they're fighting for be something you understand, not yeah. just I'm world domination. Let me snap away half the universe, uh, or even then he was like built up and like, like uh well i'm blanking on the word right now like there was a like i guess no no no. i was talking about like thanos because i'm oh. making the thanos reference he was at least uh you understood where thanos was coming from but i'm like what i'm saying with celestials you understood where these characters are all coming from yeah and yeah i think everyone i yeah I, i'm thinking to everyone's performance of this film i think everyone has their moment to shine throughout yeah it's it's um it's an interesting way of of telling a story because it is not the villain is not this it's not the main part of the story this is not why they're there no it's not like they're there for a reason but you don't know that and they've been there for seven thousand years their existence is almost the beyond that the thing they're trying to overcome right yeah so it's um it's such a different type of movie that you've never seen before and it's okay that it doesn't have this big ass villain that's supposed to like bring this team together again it's more of like family and and the drama that came from it and right and where they came from and who this this movie really showcases how and shay i think you said it how small <laughs> the, yeah. the problems of the previous 
you Marvel Cinematic movies actually have. Like this, this is a grander scale. We're gonna talk. They're gonna showcase how the world and these universes actually became. And when you see these beings, these celestials, they're huge. They're like the size of a galaxy itself. They're big, like peep things. I don't know what they are. They're like you, these- you, you can't even say like they're like the size of buildings. They are the size of planets. Yeah. And like, you know, it, it's funny. This is, uh, there's a shot of uh, the celestial's name is Ar- Arsham. 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 His size, like, there's a shot of him that's like, man, very Galactus feeling. We also got yeah. that Galactus kind of tease in, in What If recently as well, too. And <laughs> uh, Shay's said What If in a very funny way. Mm. Um, and it's interesting. I'm like, man, like, are we ever going to see Galactus in the world? Is Galactus uh, celestial? Uh, but even then, I think Marvel's doing such a good job with these characters that we didn't know who they were before. Because mm. at least Galactus is kind of a, like a known entity at this point where no one really known knew what the celestials were mm-hmm. and now we're seeing them being integrated into the mcu and integrated really well and given a language and given a just a like a tangible feeling to them and i don't think chloe Zhao is going to get enough credit for this movie because no. she's along with being a director is uh wrote the screenplay of this film and this mm-hmm. this is her first real action oriented film and she did a fantastic yeah fantastic job directing action sequences I thought the when there were parts where they were, they were fighting, they were really well done. Because at points, I'm like, man, this is kind of like the Justice League that oh, we one hundred percent thought that, yeah. <laughs> because Icarus is very Superman like. He has the eyes, he flies, he he's the more powerful being. And then there are uh, characters who can run really fast. And there's um, Angelina jo- uh, Jolie's character who is um, the- Thea. Thea. Without the A. Without yeah. the A. Who's this god of war, you know, character who she, she just dismantles people. That's all she does. She almost she gets to a point where she can't even recognize friend from foe. It's and she was so good in it too. She's, She's so, so beautiful. Good. She is so beautiful. Angelina Jolie was so good in this movie. And I think, you know, with the length of it, I think everyone got a lot of time, but man, I would have loved more of her too, and just yeah. more of um Kumel Nanjiani, even though again they they're they're great roles in this like man i just want i want more of them because they're just so fun to watch and i love that because these characters have been established on earth for over seven thousand years you you they make reference to all the different kind of legends that come from them Mm -hmm. right like where they were talking about like oh like icarus like flying like that icarus like the tale of icarus like flying too close to the sun and sprites is like yeah you know like i told that story uh while i was in uh what athens one time and Mm -hmm. it's just funny you see how like oh like almost like how thor was like that that mythology the the mythology and they even make a thor joke they make a thor joke too like you see that in here and then you also get references to the larger mcu with i guess smaller mcu technically based on what they're dealing with but uh, with you know the Avengers, Captain Rogers and Tony Stark being gone, and uh, Thor, we had a joke of as well too. They also make a good point in addressing why didn't they help during yeah. the whole you know Thanos invasion? Like what happened? What was going on? And yeah. why weren't they there? So it was really well explained, and in, in my opinion, it it I was on board. I I totally got it. I'm excited to watch this movie again. I I want to watch it in IMAX. Yes, I really want to see the colors pop. Um, Definitely more of a goldish tone to this film than anything else, but there's some beautiful shots in this movie. Extremely beautiful, especially when we go back to the, we're going back to the time of Babylon and we're looking at all those years and we see like Mesopotamia and, you know, just like 
just the like the natural like look of things is mm-hmm. so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And again, not that we don't get that in Marvel films, but this film feels yes, it's so grand, but it's also so grounded. Yeah. And just this realism and it just looks so beautiful. And I just love the way, you know, the celestials light and the eternals powers just kinda all are complement one another as well too just absolutely beautiful uh ben davis the cinematographer of this movie raman dwaji the composer who's making his return to the mcu after composing iron man one so it's been a long time since he's been part of the mcu and you definitely got little hints of his game of thrones you know style score yeah throughout as well too but on all fronts this movie is just mesmerizing to look and at the, the deviants and how they're they're designed are so so good and there is a point where one of these deviants evolves and he starts to resemble more of a human looking right and it's just i keep thinking about all these other cg characters that we've seen and he did he looks so good like if i compared him to like the justice league uh steppenwolf steppenwolf yeah that like that doesn't even compare to which which steppenwolf though snyder cut or og both like yeah i got you it just looked good like because he wasn't supposed to look humanoid right yeah yeah he uh he also I think they did a good job with how to light these characters right because a lot of the times when we're seeing them we're not seeing them in as much daylight scenes as where it's more mm-hmm. nighttime so they just have like this nightmarish looking like malice yeah. to them so they're really like creepy looking they're really really creepy looking and you could definitely tell yeah that, uh, that, Chloe has inspirations from like the different uh, manga and anime that she said that she was uh reading and watching while working on this that movie. opening sequence did it scare you a bit when it came out of the water oh my god oh yeah. my god like, terrifying what the hell yeah <laughs> like, and, and that's I did not th- expect that you made that justice league reference anthony and i definitely got those vibes whenever they're fighting together because they complement each other so well yeah. yeah especially in that opening sequence we just see them you know we see icarus flying in we see uh king uh kingo Right, just like kind of shooting his finger guns, and then uh, you see everyone just kind of teaming up together, and it's like, man, like this is why is why it's, is Richard Madden like why are we? Get, I mean, there's also a lot of DC Comics references in this yeah, movie too, yeah. um, but why is Richard Madden being the Superman that we've always wanted to see? It's interesting because this movie, you know, every single character gets their own time to shine, but they're all complementing each other really well. That I wouldn't be surprised if we get individual shows about these characters down the lineup in Disney Plus. I can totally see that happening. I would love a, like, I think Kamel Nanjiani's character, Kingo, would be perfect for, like, yeah. a eight-episode, six-episode series. Really fun. Make yeah. it a comedy, you know, because, yeah, it, it a lot of these characters were really well done in that area. I, I enjoyed it. Definitely. Uh, I think we should get to our final recommendations, but before we do, I just want to remind you to make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd at The Movie Podcast. Also, right into the show, if you are planning on watching Eternals, if you've seen Eternals, Email us at hello at themoviepodcast.ca and give us your review. Anthony, you started us off with your first reactions. I'd love for you to give your final recommendations now. I definitely recommend you go watch this movie. Uh, go f- watch it in the theater. It, yeah, it's only in theaters. So go watch it in, theater, <laughs> in theaters. It's a fantastic film. It is something that you will not expect from the Marvel Universe. And um, yeah, I just can't believe the grand, like how grand this movie really is in, in the big picture of cinematic universe and yeah stay tuned for those uh after after credit scenes and they're huge too as well but um fantastic film like i can't i just hope chloe i didn't like no you know i didn't like no man's land and nomad land nomad land yeah oh my god i i think i love this film and i think chloe zhao took a bit of that independence that she's so good at and she also brought it into this 
big blockbuster film. And she told this really unique story that I, I think a lot of the audience will be kind of like, man, that, this is a great comic book film. This is a different comic book film. This is, and I'm like, it's just, I, I don't, I'm kind of speechless at some at points because it's just, I'd never seen something like this. This is not something you would have read in a graphic novel. I don't think. Right. It's so unique. It's very unique. Shabazz, how about yourself? Yeah, I'm also going to say watch it. Uh, really good movie. I really enjoyed it. I think in terms of Marvel, this is the step in the direction that Marvel needs to move towards to keep itself fresh. And this will be an interesting movie going forward, especially during awards time. I feel like we're finally going to start to see the respect that superhero movies need to get. Definitely. You know, I'm going around to solve. I want to say watch it. Watch it in IMAX. Go to the theaters. Check it out. A uh, bit of a warning, too. Uh, this is probably the most mature Marvel film. And I say that in the sense of just subject matter, but also just the way it's paced and the way the drama is. And uh, like Shay mentioned, like the it's a little sensual nature that was uh, was shown off in the film as well, too. So I don't, I'm going to be curious to see how kids respond to this one. Because it's not really a kid's movie. This is really one of the first Marvel films that I feel is a lot more catered to an older audience. So go in with that in mind, but go in knowing that you're going to get one hell of a great film. Definitely watch it. Thank you so much for listening to the Movie Podcast Review of Eternals. Don't forget you can catch a new episode of the Movie Podcast every Monday and watch out for our review episodes and all the latest movies and series. We will be talking in spoilers about Eternals after it gets its full public release. So look forward to that later on on the movie podcast feed uh, and make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd and check out our show notes for all of those links and more. That was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next.